this episode of The Interface, I speak with Mariano Rigotti, Business Development Director for Amphenol Energy Technologies, which is part of the Amphenol Industrial Products Group. Mariano is based out of California and has been with Amphenol for eight years. We talk about the formation of the Amphenol Energy Technologies Group by combining four different Amphenol industrial divisions into one larger group to focus on multiple energy technologies. We talk about his time as a consultant in other industries like steel and furniture before coming to Amphenol. We talk about living in different countries around the world, such as Argentina and Italy, before settling in the U.S. We talk about enjoying the abundance of outdoor activities in California, and we discuss his Desert Island album, book, and movie selections. This is The Interface. You know, it's funny, too. I don't know if you're a baseball fan, but I'm a huge New York Yankees fan coming from New York, obviously. And there's been two great pitchers over my lifetime. Um, one was Mariano Rivera, who many people have probably heard of before. And then there was also mm-hmm. Dave Rigetti. So I see your name and, you know, it's like Mariano Rivera, Dave Rigetti. Anyway, that's besides the point. A mix of them. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I, I'm really happy that there's at least someone well known in the U.S. with my name. Yes. So far, the only thing that I have recognized in the U.S. with my name is a supermarket in Chicago called Mariano. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a great Italian supermarket, right? Yeah, it's fresh food and that kind of thing. So this is going to be fun. We've never met before. This is actually our first time meeting. I I started to look up some of your bio information on LinkedIn, but I thought it might be, you know, kind of cool for once to try to avoid that as much as possible. And I just want to see if we can do this on the fly here and I get to know you and, and know what you're about. So first, if you could just tell us what your current role is, what do you do for Amphenol right now? I'm business developer director for Amphenol Energy Technologies. That is one of the business units inside Amphenol Industrial Product Group, who is under Martin Booker. Right. What is your mission? So every day, every week, every month, your job is to do what? I know develop business for the energy technologies, right. but, but you know, a little bit more specifically, what are you what are some of your big so things? I'm focusing that you're going to do? mainly on new stuff. Okay. So that's that's ex- exactly where where I'm focusing most of my time. Yeah. Um, Amphenol Energy Technologies comes with a, a long history in the oil and gas business. However, we have been uh, also a lot in power generation, so we want to uh, push a little bit more harder in there. And at the same time, I'm I'm supporting and I'm building a, a business in North America for uh, EV charging. So uh, Amphenol Energy Technologies is doing the EV charging CCS1 for North America, and we're having quite a quite a new success with that. So I'm very happy. No, that's excellent. And is Energy Technologies is it a, is it its own division, or it's just a group that you guys formed with within Martin's Industrial Group? Right. So um, it involves actually what it used to be uh, four facilities, mm-hmm. uh, Amphenol Nelson Dunn, Amphenol Electquip Chicago, Amphenol Oil and Gas that it was based in Nogales, and Amphenol Middle East. Now, we, in, the, in the last month, what we're doing, we, we actually moved from the inner side of Chicago to the near this place uh, near the airport, O'Hare. 
And we, we now have a big, big facility there. So we are consolidating the operations that were in Nogales, the operations that were in California, and the ones in Chicago, all under the same roof. And, and that is more or less the, the main, uh, the, the group. Now we focus mainly on, on the energy market. Mm -hmm. The only energy that we not even touch or we don't try to enter at all because there's a whole anthenol that focus on that will be solar. But we are in nuclear, we're in uh, gas, uh, we are in generation, we are in any kind of other activities you can imagine related to energy. So what does that mean when it comes to product portfolio? What types of products are we looking at? So the, the core of our product portfolios are for hazard locations. Um, they are environments that have a probability of a presence of oxygen and any kind of combustion substance that can be dust, gas, or, or even liquid. That if you have a probability of being in those environments, you need to operate with particular equipment that will avoid any kind of ignition. Mm -hmm. Now our connectors in particular, and most of our technology, we have about five different product lines. What they do is they are designing a way that if there's a short circuit, if there's any kind of spark inside the connector, that heat expansion is going to cool down all, all the way out of the, of the connector, or we are just avoiding an, at all the spark or the ignition that could be created. Because you can also create an ignition on a hot surface, or, or it depends on the substance that you are surrounded. Yeah, I can imagine why that would be very important that you <laughs> that you make sure you account for that, uh, especially. Yeah, in most of the people doesn't have a problem about paying eventually a connector. I don't know, three hundred, five hundred, six hundred bucks, because at the end of the day, avoids the boom and the facilities and the people working in there is way way more important. Yeah. I like that. Avoid the boom. That could be like a slogan or something for some of these connectors. Yeah. <laughs> Should be avoid in the catalog, the boom. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's some free marketing for you. Go ahead and use that all you want. Just attribute it to me. But um, how long have you been in this role so far? It's fairly new, I would assume. Yes and no. I have been in Amphenol for eight years, almost nine now. And... Um, I have been doing the business developer uh, in Europe itself for the first five years, more or less. Then I started doing the support of the Middle East area as well. Then I moved into a role more into the marketing. Uh, then I moved to California in order to support the, the California facility that it was the expertise of cable assemblies for for this business unit and well, due to COVID and also on, on looking forward to make a better linear production, avoiding actually shipping the connectors all the way to California and et cetera. Now we are on this, uh, uh, moving everything on the same roof. So now I move back into more the commercial area. Mm -hmm. So I'm, uh, and we need the diversification. So I'm focusing mainly on that now. How did you get started doing this? To be fair, I was, I had 
I have been working in a lot of companies before Amphenol. Mm -hmm. Even if I started Amphenol quite young, I was maybe 28, 29 when I started Amphenol. Mm -hmm. uh, I work as a consultant in different industries from uh, steel all the way to furniture, to even oil and gas and different kind of stuff. And before that, I worked for Acer for their uh, the CEO at the time was uh, Italian, so we were defining the worldwide strategy yeah. uh, in the digital side. After my MBA in Italy, I, I was hired there and it was quite fun till they decided to to move into another kind of business strategy. So I, I moved then to consultancy and then to Amphenol. I really like Amphenol because it allowed me to actually see how the the whole technical revolutions happens inside an industry. Yeah, you cannot talk with the with the people that are designing the next generation of something. Yeah, yeah. you are providing just a niche knowledge of a connector or a cable assembly that is very important for them. But at the same time, you you are able to see every all the players in the industry and sure. what they are doing. They are going underwater. They are going on higher pressure, higher temperatures, colder temperatures. The whole thing. So it's very interesting and I'm I'm very curious. So I, I really like that. You know, I, I go back for a second to you said you were a consultant for furniture. There's the outlier. <laughs> so what did you do when you were doing that? So mainly it was um, uh, re-engineering of the plant. They okay. were uh, understanding how was the process in order to improve the lead time on their on their components, they were actually not doing finished furniture. They were doing subcomponents for other uh, high-end furniture in Italy. Right. When mm -hmm. you you grew up in Italy, right? Mm -hmm. Where did where? Not in, really. No. Okay. So, so where did you grow up? I was born in Argentina, in Mendoza. Oh, okay. That is the wine region. So it's near Chile. Is where the Andes are. Uh, I was oh. born there, and when I was uh, a year, I moved to Mexico City for nine years. Then I moved back to Argentina, but in this case, to the capital, to Buenos Aires, where I finished my, the school, the university as an as a industrial engineer. I started working, working a little bit there in PricewaterhouseCoopers for yeah. real estate. Uh, so it was mainly um, evaluating uh, different business and their, their operations. But then the crisis happened and I was a little bit bored in there. So I, I applied for my MBA in, in Italy mm -hmm. and thinking that I was going there for just the MBA. But at the end, I, I stayed there for 10 years. I love it. Beautiful place. You know, that's what I get for assuming. I just <laughs> assumed that you were uh, from Italy and were Italian. But um... so my my grandparents are Italian. Yeah. Yes. But my parents were bo born in, in Argentina, so I, I am more Argentinian than Italian. However, yeah. uh, you know, inside your house, you still do a lot of traditions and, and stuff, right? You've moved around quite a bit. I see you, know, you have a business background. Now I get why you were a consultant in all these different industries and furniture and you were with Acer and, and doing all this before you finally get to Amphenol. I certainly understand the appeal of being at the leading edge of these new technologies because they can't do these new next generation systems and so on and so forth without us, which is why we 
you know, quote unquote, enable the electronics revolution. But it's also yeah, afforded. They are putting you. more sensors, yeah, more things yeah. everywhere. Is yeah. is so great. At the same time, it sounds like even before you were with Amphenol, you've certainly moved all over the world here as you've acquired <laughs> this knowledge and acquired work experience. And now you're in Southern California. So what has that been like for you over time, you know, moving from, you know, Argentina to Mexico to Italy to the U.S.? What, what has that been like for you? I really like it. Uh, I Every time I move or I have a new, a new adventure, I try to get the best out of the place. So obviously in Argentina, I was a big fan of barbecue and football <laughs> soccer. Yeah. Then I moved to Italy. I kept the football soccer kind of thing, but then I start uh, discovering a lot of food and how you are supposed to cook it and why. And oh. there's so much, yeah, and, and the gelato and the, I mean, there's so many great things about learning in there and, and embrace them. And then I, now I moved to California. So what can I, what can I do here? So I'm kind of trying to do surf. I'm still starting yeah. in the weekends. It's, it's yeah. not easy, <laughs> but it's very, very fun. So trying to get the best out of the place. Where am I? Do you have a family? Yes, I I, I have a wife mm -hmm. and I have a baby arriving in November. Oh, well, first week of November. That, that's fantastic. I'm sure you're <laughs> I'm sure you're pretty excited about that. Oh, yeah. I'm very, very looking forward for it. Yeah. I, I know he's a male, but I don't know yet the male. Yeah. The name, sorry. So that's great. No, you're gonna you're gonna love it. Um from one <laughs> father to a future father. You're gonna absolutely love it. So best of luck with you and your wife in doing that. So what do you like so far about being in the US and and in particular Southern California? So Milan is quite a cloudy city so i will go for the sun <laughs> yeah it's yeah. is very nice now it's kind of strange especially at the beginning i was feeling a little bit uncomfortable about days that were going on and on and there was no rain and no rain and <laughs> it's okay psychologically yeah. yeah but i was worried right, uh, right. <laughs> yeah I, I don't know something inside of me just told me this is not normal yeah. kind of thing. I, I really like that. I, I I like the entrepreneurial spirit of of at least I can see here in the in the different customers and industries that I that I visit. Yeah. I think it's very very interesting. And where they want to go, they go. They don't they don't lose their time. Right. So I, I really like that. When you're not working, then what do you and the wife like to do? I, you said you you do surfing. Is there anything else you like to do when you're in, while you're in the area? I mean, there's certainly no lack of things that you can do for you know fun activities. I will like to go for a ride in a bicycle. Yeah. Usually, we got uh, some nice bicycles, and it's very nice to go our, uh, up and down uh, with the sea on your side. Um, now that she's pregnant, it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So that's a very nice activity. I I really look forward to go around the national parks uh, with the COVID representing about 80% of my time in the U.S. Didn't allow me to move ar around so much. But I, I really look forward to, to go around. Let me go back just a second to some of the work 
COVID-related uh, questions that I should probably still ask as well. You brought up COVID, or we're talking about COVID, and we're still mm-hmm. kind of in the middle of it, although hopefully, at least in the U.S., we're starting to to relax a bit. How has that affected you, you know, in this role over the last year plus um, in, in working with customers, working with the various Amphenol divisions? How have you been able to manage that from a business development standpoint? I've been challengeful in a way. In another way, I really like technology and I was already working a little bit. When I was working in Europe, I was working a lot on the phone or on, on GoToMeeting or Zooms. So on that end, I always prefer to make a, a meeting instead of traveling just because. However, for new customers and new things, traveling and starting is a lot of times a presence or an exhibition is very important. A lot of engineers do not spend the time if they don't see the toy that they want in right. their equipment in yeah. front of them, right? Right. So, so that is challenging. Also, I we we are high, part of our revenue is related to the oil and gas, and the oil and gas during COVID times was maybe not the most active industry. Yeah. So, so there was a, a quite a shock in there, even with the oil going into negative prices. Mm-hmm. However, uh, we we move forward a lot with maintenance and staff going in there. And now we're developing really interesting connectors for turbo machinery mm-hmm. that can, they are metric connectors that also are enabled to hold the pressure of a gas on their backside of the connector and on the outside of the equipment that it will be a hazard location. We, we have it certified to operate. So that is a, a nice new product that is, is having a lot of traction in, in the industry. Is there... A part of the industry that I don't want to say is it. You know, we won't say it's necessarily a a target for you, but something that mm-hmm. if there's one particular area of it of it that you get the most excited about is is seeing you know just from yourself personally, like wow, I really like the electric vehicle market or the battery market or or whatever it may be. What is it that you personally find the most interest in? I am very interested about the big breakthroughs. Mm, I like the idea about the electrical vehicles. I think that is very smart. You actually delocalize the combustion right now uh, outside of the city because still the energy is still generated mainly by oil and gas and will be like that at least for the next decades. Now, eventually we're hoping to phase out, but at least you delocalize the the combustion outside the city where where a lot of people lives. You improve the efficiency of the vehicles where uh, combustion engines have maybe 30% efficiency and electric car will be obviously more efficient. So that, that is very cool. I am very, very interested into the electrical vehicle charging. Yeah, uh, I think it's very interesting how these things are improving. Right now we are doing a, a liquid cool technology that actually enables you to keep the temperature rise control while charging the the vehicle. So it's it's very interesting. Yeah. But on the other hand, the the other the other key thing that I was mentioning about the turbo machinery that you have high pressure, high temperature, hazard right. location. I mean, it's it's very interesting, and I don't know. I, I'm 
as I mentioned, I'm very curious. I, I really like where where things can make dramatic breakthroughs, and and both two things are both markets are are growing and are very interesting. Yeah, I can see where your curious mind really is an <laughs> asset here. You know, you really enjoy uh, talking about these. I can see the passion uh, that that you exhibit when you're when you're talking about these. Yeah, sometimes I tend to talk too much into detail and <laughs> okay. too much. So I I am trying to keep it as simple and short as possible. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So we'll we'll wrap up here now. Uh, and if you've heard some of the other episodes recently, um, we'll have a, a little bit of fun here. I'll put you on the spot. If I put you on a desert island by yourself, uh, you get to relax, mm -hmm. you get to chill, hang out on the beach, continue to surf if you'd like, um, and maybe learn <laughs> on your own. But I say you get to bring one album, one book, and one movie with you. So what album would you bring with you? So I don't know how much chill you're going to be in. If you're in a desert island, you're in problems. Yeah, right? <laughs> that is true. And I guess that you're going to stay there because you cannot get up. So maybe your mood is going to go down a few quite a few times but you're in a desert island at That's the same right. time so i guess i i will go for beach boys okay california right sure to to boost your morale and and it, just chill chill down is there a particular song by them that you'd like i don't know let's go for surfing usa surfing usa there it is okay <laughs> let to check out the desert island playlist there on on apple music and spotify <laughs> And listen to surfing. You need USA. to boost your morale in in difficult moments. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, this is all about fun. I mean, don't <laughs> we don't have to take it so literally. It's it's supposed to be a good time. So, how about a book? What book would you bring with you? So, to be fair, my wife is an expert and a PhD on natural disasters and and oh. risk mitigation. So, we a lot of times talk about really serious cases. So, I take things a lot of times serious. To be fair, if you bring a book to the island, it needs to be a book that makes you survive. So something like a manual of plants okay. or something will be a must. Otherwise, you're going to not enjoy the ride. You're going practical. Yeah. Yeah. Not entertainment. I'm an engineer at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and then how about a movie? So a then movie. Cast Away, we're just going to go with Cast Away. We'll get right to it. No, not really. I think it's way too long, and it it might actually deploy your morale. Yeah, you, uh, I don't know. To be fair, it, it might be actually a personal movie, like your wedding movie or something like that, where oh. you can see your your people. You know. Okay. Uh, I think that that's the the kind of video that I will really like to see, considering that I'm a little bit far away of them. Okay, so a wedding video. I there's a first. I haven't had anyone say that one yet. So uh, you win that prize. So, well, listen, Ariano, thank you very much for doing this today. I really appreciate it. It was good to to meet you. And sorry for assuming that you came from Italy. Now I feel bad. Oh, no, it's fine. I okay. have the name and, and the surname that is Italian. So, and I, and I kind of look Italian. So <laughs> you and me both, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen again, thank you very much for doing this today. Thank you very much for inviting me. I really enjoyed your podcast, so I look forward to hear more of them.